Welcome into this archived episode of the original SA Talk podcast. It's your favorite local podcast host and retirement advisor, Zach Espericueta. With the changes to the original podcast and rebrand in May of 2021, the current events and interview follow-up segments were taken out of these archived episodes for easier accessibility to the interview itself. Most new listeners just want to hear the interview anyway. Keep that in mind if you hear any references made to other segments or when you hear some of the old podcast music. I really hope you enjoy this interview. Be sure to give the podcast a rate and review on Apple Podcasts and a follow on social media at SAPod Network. Enjoy the episode. So welcome back listeners. Today we have a special guest joining us here on the podcast. Please welcome Sarah Olivares. Sarah has been in San Antonio since 2011 and is the current San Antonio Community Director at Venture for America, which is a two-year fellowship program for recent college graduates who want to work at a startup company or maybe even start up a company of their own. Venture for America or VFA believes that entrepreneurship can change lives and strengthen communities so the organization helps aspiring entrepreneurs realize their dreams. Sarah has previously worked at Launch SA for the city of San Antonio and even Alamo Colleges. She is also a UTSA alum. So Sarah, without further ado, how are you doing? You said it very well. Thank you. I'm good. (laughs) Well, we are so excited to have you here, Sarah, and kind of give us a little background of how you, you know, you graduated college here in San Antonio. How did you get involved so deeply with San Antonio and with Venture for America? Yeah, definitely. That's, that's an awesome question. Yeah, I am originally, like you said, I, I came to college here. I graduated here. I thought in my first year in San Antonio, I thought I wanted to move to Austin, right? Like I'm sure a lot of us have thought at one point or another visit there, but I don't know, after visiting and, and staying with a few friends, like I decided that San Antonio was going to be the place that I would make my home. And I personally felt like I could make a career in the entrepreneurship scene or, you know, start my own business one day, like I want to, but um, that's kind of what drew me to stay here. And I'd say I've just been surrounding myself with entrepreneurs and just entrepreneurship programming, um, especially in the education space and with nonprofits in, in my life of work. Um, I've just been doing that since, yeah, since I moved here and decided this is what I was going to be my path and what I want to do. Um, so that's like the short version of it. <laughs> Tell us a little more about what you have previously done uh, with the city of San Antonio launch SA, uh, before you got to Venture for America. I started actually where, where we met Zach, UTSA, like that's honestly where everything got started. Zach and I both graduated from the entrepreneurship program at UTSA in 2011 when there, when there was a program still there. The classes that we took, like maybe it was just our, our small cohort, like it, it really changed my life. Not going to lie, like everything that we did, we did a small business consulting gig. Like I still talk to that small business that we consulted with. It just inspired me to go on, on this path. Um, I thought that I wanted to just start up and, and open my business. So in college, at the end of our entrepreneurship program at UTSA, we have what's called the site competition, the site program. So it's basically entrepreneurship students from the College of Business would partner with engineering students and together with the engineering students idea, the business team, like together y'all would form a business. And so I thought like, that's what I was going to do. I was like, this is great. We had a really great idea. And then like our, our team broke up, like it just didn't work out as, as things happen right in the startup world. Like it doesn't always go as planned. And so my, my business partner and I, which is another classmate that Zach and I graduated with, we tried to start up our own biomedical device um, organization, like company. And it, it was so hard. We, you know, like we had done school, like on the side, like we've done a lot of different things, but nothing like that. And so unfortunately it was very short lived and we both realized like, this is something that we, it was, it was just too difficult. We couldn't raise the money. 
we didn't have enough runway to like live on our own without like another income to, to keep us going. Um, and so we decided that we would put that idea on pause and kind of pursue our careers and, and just see where that, that went. And so that was what I did. I got a sales job right out of college because again, I thought we were going to start a business and that's kind of honestly, like it wasn't the best job. It wasn't something I saw myself doing after like going to college and, you know, taking out loans and stuff. And so I thought like, okay, this is sales. Like this is an entrepreneurship. I need to get back to that, to those roots. And so that's when I went to launch essay. Um, I got connected to them and kind of started my career there. I was the operations manager um, and community manager there, which basically meant I did a little bit of everything. So I not only like served people coming in the door, like greeting them, helping them and, and advising them on next steps to start their business or where they could go to grow their business. But I started like working with them on the side too. So I like volunteered for a few of them. Um, after I left Launch SA, I did some consulting too. I even, fun fact, I got a pedicab license in San Antonio. So I can literally like, if I wanted to right now, it, it expires this year, actually. Um, I could drive a pedicab. I could do the horse carriage or... The reason I got it was I worked for uh, one of my friends who started a pedal pub cycle business. So like, you know, those big bicycles with like the 12 Everyone pack. like pedaling and yeah, yeah. drinking and you, on board. <laughs> yeah. So I literally like, I got a license for that. It was like, I guess it was more tedious, like to go through the process than anything. Like anyone can do it. Yeah. Like I, I literally drove that. It was like a giant go-kart. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like a giant go-kart. It was fun, but also terrifying because there was like all these people around you and like you're driving through downtown and I don't know, I get anxious like when I'm on my bike or like, you know, going through, I don't know, walking downtown with all the cars. But um, it was so much fun. So I, you know, did small things like that and, and tried to help out. And eventually I got a call from one of the entrepreneurs that I met at Launch Essay, who was a teacher at St. Philip's College. And he was starting up this entrepreneurship program and they were in the, the testing phase of it and they were going to get some funding and he wanted to bring me on that team. So a, a couple months later, sure enough, it happened. Um, and so I joined this educational community college entrepreneurship program at the Alamo Colleges. And um, it was so much fun. Like I had never thought like I would be, I guess, out of school, like helping teach entrepreneurship and work with students to actually build businesses. Like I, I didn't never saw myself on the other side of the table, but it was so much fun. Like it was the funnest thing. Like I still talk to some of those students today and some of them are still in business. So to see that, um, that was in 2018, like almost three years later, it was just so exciting. And so while I was doing that program, one of my coworkers was a fellow, a Venture for America fellow. We got really close, you know, during our... Our, our tenure at, at the learning company was what it was called. Unfortunately, my friend that recruited me there passed away during during our time and my time and you know the other fellows' time at the learning company. And it was it was crazy. Like it was something that you don't plan for, honestly. Like in a startup, and you know, although we were part of the colleges, our program was a startup. We were in barely in our second year when that happened. So we made a huge pivot. He and I. So this is someone that was also very early in their career, another fellow, um, another young person like me. And we, we did it. We basically put together all of our trainings into packages and we sent it off individually to each college so that they had the tools that they needed in order to continue this program. So my friend um, that started this, he was a faculty member. I was not, and neither was my fellow. I mean, we, you know, he was working on his master's. I, you know, still have just my bachelor's now. And so we weren't able to fulfill that part of it. And so that was 
what we thought like the best thing is we need to get the information out there and make sure that students still keep learning and still have this opportunity in some way to get help and, and start their businesses. And we made the connections that they needed to, to, to Geekdom, to launch SA, those companies. And I'm not sure like what has happened during the pandemic with that program, but really that's what led me to Venture for America. Had I not met and worked with Ryan Cleary, who was my, my coworker over there, he's like my brother. Like we grew so close. Like we went through so much just in that time period, but then having and to And that's make Ryan with Float Me, right? With Float Me, yeah. Yeah, Ryan. So Ryan Cleary, after he left the learning company, um, he had co-founded this financial tech company and it was started out of a geekdom startup weekend. And that was, um, it was right before I met him. Like he did that startup weekend the month after like I met him and, and joined the team. Yeah. Like it was crazy to see him. Like it was something on the side. Like he thought like, you know, this could, this could happen. Like this could really happen. And it was just awesome to see that. And after the learning company, he left and started float me and I left and went to work for the city of San Antonio um, and the economic development department. My relationship with Ryan, like we still keep in touch and everything. It was right before the pandemic and I got a call from Venture for America. They were interested in me. They had been looking for somebody in San Antonio for a while. I was called and asked to interview and, and consider the role. And at the time, like we had just started a family, like I was literally eight months pregnant, like all of these things, right, had happened in my career, found out like, you know, I was going to have a baby and we were going to start a family, my partner and I. And so like a lot of things were happening and literally get this call in February, a month later, the pandemic happens. Like, so it's been so wild, but the whole time, like I was, was in conversations with Venture for America and I, I started at the end of July. It was just so exciting. Like I just couldn't believe my experience and, and kind of everything that I've gone to, to lead me here to this role. Like I personally, I feel like I, I had to go through all the nonprofit experience and, you know, still to be in this nonprofit, but I don't know, just all the experience of working in those different programs and startup s kind of things that I did, as well as my experience with the city. It's um, really exciting to bring that together and support my community in a, in a different way and, and help people get jobs. So I think um, it's just really, really exciting to be part of something like this. What stands out and what stood out to me initially about Venture for America is when you look at the, the Who We Are page for VFA, and it tells you it's a two-year fellowship program for recent college grads. And just by hearing your story, Sarah, and you know, off the record, you and I talked about our somewhat similar experiences after graduating from the entrepreneurship program at UTSA, is that a lot of people that attend these colleges that offer entrepreneurship programs, they don't know what to do when they graduate. Right, and I've mentioned it too to Amanda on the podcast. We've talked to other uh, entrepreneurs on the on the podcast. You know, you're in college, you might have an idea, or you're, you're studying entrepreneurship and how to be a good entrepreneur and what to look out for, how to start up a company. But when it comes down to it, you don't just start up a company just like a business. It's not like you're someone hiring you. You know, it's like you have to ask yourself, what are you actually going to do? You know, you ha you hit the same roadblock that I did. I know when we graduated. So one of our classmates, Apollo, was my business partner for the site program, and after we graduated. Graduated, same thing. The the biomedical team broke up and decided they didn't want to go through with the medical device. And so we kind of asked ourselves, well, what do we do now? Now we have a, a bachelor's degree in entrepreneurship. You know, we have no device, we have no startup company. We didn't know what to do. And so it seems like an organization like Venture for America kind of is almost that next step for aspiring entrepreneurs. Absolutely. I mean, and I kind of want to stop y'all there because you know some people might not know what Venture for America is. So Sarah, can you kind of explain for our listeners? 
what yeah. Venture for America is and what they do to help these startups. Yeah, so Venture for America, as, as Zach mentioned at the beginning, is a two-year fellowship program for those um, that have recently graduated. So you could have graduated in May, join the program in the summer, and then start your career by the fall. Or you may have recently graduated within the past two years or so and are looking for that next step in your career. So it's not just for people that want to start a business. It doesn't have to be. It can be for those that want to contribute as entrepreneurs, as we call them. And what honestly, I've been doing my whole career. Um, entrepreneur, that's a word. <laughs> but yeah, so we do um, recruit these college graduates or recent grads um, for this program. What we do is this is a two-year fellowship, like, like Zach mentioned. We professionally develop them and, and train them in the summer before they start their fellowship. So traditionally, we follow the, the school's timeline, right, um, in college. So in the fall, like, you know, we're recruiting, getting ready for our next year's class. So right after I joined, we started this recruitment process and we look at colleges all across the, the nation and we select um, from a pool of thousands of candidates. Last year, it was over 3,000 that had applied and the deadline is, is still open too. So you've got a couple of days if you um, are interested. Um, January 29th is the deadline for this next fellowship class if you are interested in the program. And then meanwhile, what I'm doing on the ground here in San Antonio is um, I work closely with our entrepreneurship scene and in our industries here in town, looking for those startups, not just like in tech, but also in, in the medical industry and other industries and, and what we're good at here in town and, and what we have for, for our city. And so meanwhile, I'm working in and partnering with these startups that have opportunities for these fellows and want to hire young people to infuse their companies, either help grow the company because these are such young individuals that are really driven and really motivated to, to make this happen. That's typically like the companies that, that I work with and look for. Um, and then at the same time, once fellows come here, because I, I have people that are from San Antonio, right? We've recruited from Trinity before. Um, this past year, we got our first UTSA, or actually two um, UTSA graduates, so go runners. And then I actually have an alumni from St. Mary's who went to St. Mary's and is still um, here in San Antonio working. She's moved on since from her company, but doing a, has done a couple different marketing roles in town. So the goal of the program is to get them to stay in the city that they relocate to hopefully, and either create more jobs at the company that they're working at or help start their businesses as well. Similar to like I, like I told you a lot, Ryan, my friend and former coworker did, and that is an opportunity that the fellows can go through as well too. So for me, I'm, I'm a resource, right? Like I help in the process of selecting, like I volunteer and I, and I help interview people and, you know, do whatever I need to do to help my team on that end. And then on the ground here, um, I'm looking for opportunities for job opportunities to bring talented individuals here or keep them in San Antonio if they're already from here. That's my goal, but that's the premise of the program. And on the flip side, if you're a business looking for talent, um, that's something that I'm, I'm looking for as well too. So it's people that are young, that are motivated. I guess we sort of do the work for you, right? Like we've vetted them. They've gone through a really rigorous interview process. So it's not like it's just somebody like fresh and we, we don't know them. Like we've personally gotten to know each fellow and they have their own professional profiles. And um, when we introduce them to companies, so it's, it's very, very, very advanced. Is one of the goals for Venture for America to provide maybe employees as well to these startup companies? That's what, that's what it seems like. It's for people who maybe want to start up their own company one day, but for now, they just want to work at a startup and kind of get that, that experience. And so, I mean, that's what it seems like Venture for America is doing. 
I am. Um, I wish I had known about this program like out of college because I feel like this is something I would have been interested in. Right. I naturally I wanted to do that. So that's kind of where I went. Launch essay at the time when I started was in their second year of being open. So it was still like an early stage startup. But for us, like we find very talented people. We find startups that are growing and, and need this talent and we put them together. That's really the goal of the program. And, and hopefully um, so far I have a little less than 50 percent, about 48 percent of my fellow that have ever come through San Antonio since 2014 are still here. So that's about uh, 29 people that are still here in San Antonio and still call this place home, whereas others have moved on to either start their own companies. A lot of fellows before the pandemic traveled back and forth, or sometimes they move back home or you know have other situations. But the goal is to grow and, and continue to improve the San Antonio ecosystem. And that's why I'm here. So businesses, can they get involved with VFA or, you know, is there a way for them to say, Hey, I really would like to hire someone out of your program. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, if um, you are a startup, traditionally we've, we've only worked with startups, right? Like someone very early stage or a company that um, is just very small, like has a small team, but um, you know, we want to see people getting really talented individuals and we want companies to grow and we want people um, fellows to get jobs. So um, it's been a little bit more flexible this past year, especially with the, the pandemic. So I'm able to work with um, innovation departments or small businesses, you know, things like that, um, which is something really exciting that hasn't, hasn't been done before. So if you are a small business, if you are just looking for somebody that, that really truly does want to help you grow and wants to make an impact in this city in San Antonio, um, absolutely contact me. Um, my email is Sarah dot olivares that's o-l-i-v-a-r-e-z at ventureforamerica.org and you can definitely reach out i can talk to you share more information share our hiring agreement um let you see a couple of felt resumes like introduce you to our community i'll, I'll do whatever i need to do to um help people understand what we do and, and how we help um fellows and startups you know, that's something that Zach and I are very passionate about, too. That's kind of why we we have this podcast is because we want to educate people who might be in the same process. Um, so we love that vision of Venture for America. Now, as far as you kind of explained what Venture for America is, I know you do a lot there. You know, what is kind of your favorite part of being at Venture for America and favorite part of your job? I guess for me, I've always like been attracted to things that I can like help people and like work directly with people. So the the whole like people aspect really is is attractive to me and really excites me. Um, so I've not only got to help like like I told you all in the selection process, but as fellows are seeking opportunities in San Antonio, um, that's honestly my favorite part. Is I don't want to call it selling San Antonio, but it, but it's almost like that, like answering their questions, like what should I do there? What are things you know that I could do? What does the ecosystem look like? But then also it's like when they find the job and then on the flip side when the company's like oh my gosh like we found the perfect person i don't know that whole the, the people aspect is just really really exciting to me this next question i have for you is kind of a two-part question and you can answer it in any order you want to but number one i wanted you to dive in a little bit about not only the resources that vfa offers but how they help the entrepreneurs prepare to start their own company or or how they prepare people to work for a startup a different training that's involved maybe workshops things like that and and then the second part is why that's important for someone. What I want the listeners to get from it is why should someone attend a fellowship like Venture for America instead of starting up the company on their own? No, I think that's a really good question. And I would say, I guess I'll start with the, the why, right? I guess for me, like 
personally, you don't, you don't know something until you actually like do it right. Like you can study and prepare and take all the tests and do all the projects and group work and you can do all that, do that all you want. But until you're actually working, you know, in a job day to day, and especially a startup, it's so much different than a, than a corporation. Like you just, you just don't know. And so I think the why is I, I just think that experience is so valuable for anybody. Just like I think personally sales is like a really valuable experience and, and expertise for, for anybody, no matter what you're going to do in the future, you got to be good at talking to people and being able to share like what you're doing and what it is that you're trying to sell. Right. So I, I think that is personally me, my, my why, but some of the things that we do and officially in San Antonio, I'm I'm the first person, so I'm excited to start like un- unveiling like more of this stuff and, and doing a, a bigger focus and push in San Antonio as opposed to just nationally as it as it has been. So uh, nationally, what what we do for our fellows is we do have an accelerator program for entrepreneurs. So for those fellows who have their own business. Um, after they complete their two-year fellowship, they're eligible for um, our accelerator. And so it's a really vigorous several-week program. Right now it's virtually, you know, of, of course, as things are. There's the opportunity to not just learn more of like the startup basics, right? Like not just, you know, marketing and, and finances and things, but also hear from different speakers and different entrepreneurs that our, our network is connected with across the nation, not just like in, in one city. And so it is something that's really exciting. And at the end of that program, we do have like a competition where we do award actual funding, which is super exciting. And I, I don't know, I love pitch competitions. I started one at, at ETSA back in the day. And I don't know, I, I love that aspect of it. So that's definitely something that, that we offer to our fellow entrepreneurs as well. But ultimately, the, the network is something that besides our entrepreneurial program um, that we have is something that we really pride ourselves on. So at VFA, we have uh, 14 cities that our program is in. So San Antonio is just one of them. So not only can fellows in San Antonio get connected here, but fellows that want to start a business can get connected, you know, across the way. So for example, um, my friend and fellow that, that was in San, or has been in San Antonio, Ryan, um, he co-founded Float Me. It started here in San Antonio, but because of his network in VFA, like he was able to go to um, Cleveland, Ohio, which is not just where he's from, but also like where we have um, offices in as well. And so he's able to connect with not just our programs team, but investors, mm-hmm. like other entrepreneurs over there and San Antonio. And so between, I, I don't know exactly like the other investment types, but that that network is something that fellows really value. And even our, our companies as well too. Um, our startups can be connected across any of our 14 cities if, if they want it to be. And we do have like access access to that as well too. So I, I hope that answers your question. I'm sure I'm probably forgetting things on the spot, but um, hopefully that, that helps. And so you're saying this is a, a two-year program. And so after that two years, you know, how do you still stay connected with those fellows, the people who went through the program? Um, do y'all offer things after the program or you just try to keep up with them to make sure they're on that right path? Yeah, no, that's that's a really good question. And I will say a lot of that is is happening behind the scenes as well, too. So we do have an advisory board made up of alumni across our cities. So for example, like our the head of and chair of that alumni board, she's based in Nashville. We used to have a, a VFA Nashville um, before we, we closed it down, but she's still connected in the city and connected to our network as well, too. So not only by participating and, and being active, can they still stay connected, but the alumni board is, is working on um, various programs to be able to better engage. But in the past, we've done things like mentorship. There's usually virtual or in-person events. Now it's been virtual, but there's um, right now formal programming is, is being worked on for those to still stay in touch if they want to be. 
Um, but yeah, for me personally, I've just been trying to, to reach out um, since I started in this role in uh, July. There, there hasn't ever been anybody besides me in San Antonio. There was never a formal staff member. It's all been done by fellows, which is so crazy because they're working at their startup and also trying to find new companies, trying to bring fellows to San Antonio, trying to fundraise here. So it's it's a, it's a lot. So yeah, they've been the ones to really perpetuate and, and keep things going by staying connected with each other. And I hope to bring formal virtual programming for now, but eventually in-person events and things like that to just keep connected. While the meanwhile, our um, alumni board works on formal programming with our, our programs team. Now, I know we've had a couple of companies come from VFA here in San Antonio. I think it was Pinch, Boilhouse, and of course, Float Me, right, has, has been in the news more recently. But even spread across the nation, I mean, are there some companies that have come from VFA that are a little more well-known or maybe benefit from hiring people from VFA? Because So I'm looking now on the website where it has the donors of companies that donate to Venture for America. And I mean, I see names on here like Quicken Loans and Slack and the 8020 Foundation, you know, Kind, Comcast. And so I see these companies, I think, okay, they're donating to Venture for America. There's got to be a reason why. So this 2021, this is our 10-year anniversary. So we've been around for, this will be 10 years um, here coming up in the summer, which is super exciting. So throughout those years, um, VFA has built relationships, not just in the startup world, but definitely in, in the private sector as well too. So people believe in, in the mission and really it's supporting, you know, supporting young people, of course, but ultimately it's, it's economic mobility for the cities that, that we're in, right? We want to make an impact in those cities as well too, not just like as a whole. And so, or I guess both like, right, as a whole and like individually in each city. So I'm working here in, in San Antonio to see if I can expand that as well too. And I know um, I need to update our website as well too, because Bear County has also given us a grant before um, through their innovation fund. So we um, have worked with their economic development department before and, and are still continuing to work with them. And I'm really just trying to, to spread the message and share with people what we do. It's not just like helping people. We're also trying to help our, our entrepreneurship community as, as well too, and, and really help grow and make an impact in our cities. I know you mentioned that the date coming up for fellows to apply is what, January 29th? Does this come on an annual basis? I don't know for 2022. I don't have those exact dates yet until they get approved by our board. But but yes, so annually, it's our applications are open from August through January-ish. I, I don't know the exact date depending on, on each year, but that's usually our cycle. And during that time, we're going through, we call them selection days, but it's really the interview process to select the next fellowship class. So we're recruiting from all across the nation, schools from like, you know, from Maine to California, you know, and Alaska and, you know, all the places in between. And how do they apply? What you'll do is go online to our website. It's probably the first thing that you see, but if you look in our section called Become a Fellow, that has all the information and um, some questions that you might have about it. So it's an online application. There is, uh, you know, one of the questions that you have to answer as part of like a, a short essay. Once you get through that first review round, if you will, so you fill out, you know, my name, information, a quick, very, very short essay summary of why you know, the mission is important and why you should be a fellow. And then after that, we'll contact you to give you more of a formal essay. I won't say exactly what the prompt is because that should be a secret for those that, that get through the, the process. But after that, it's a video interview and then it ends with a final in-person interview round. But this past year, we've, we've been doing everything virtually. 
So it's typically an all-day um, group interview with an individual activity at the end. But this year, it's been all virtual. So it's like a virtual group interview with judges. So there were a few local community leaders from San Antonio that actually judged this past year. So um, the mayor's wife, Miss Erica Prosper, was one of our judges from HEB this past year. David Jones, he's a private lawyer here, a startup lawyer here out of the Geekdom office. Um, our Geekdom team, actually, Charles was a judge. So there's definitely like lots of opportunities to to involve our community but that's how we selected and based off of that it's it's not a number or it's not like this person's the best out of you know whoever we have a very strict scoring system that we use based off of um, candidates answers whenever they go through the process and then we extend offers so it's it's very it's very formal like it's pretty intense I don't know I wonder like if I would have gone through if I would become a fellow hopefully but um yeah it's it's very rigorous so it's it's not just like, oh yeah, fill in an application, you're in. It's like, no, we ask you questions. Like we make sure that you're going to contribute to to our program. Like we're going to contribute to your life and, and with our community. And so Sarah, you've provided us with a ton of information today. It's been really exciting. <laughs> um, and so now we're on to my personal favorite question. And so I want to ask you, it's kind of a twofold question. So what legacy do you wish to leave here in San Antonio and what legacy do you want or do you hope Venture for America leaves? Right now, my hope is that because I've been in this like entrepreneurial education space, like it's it's been really exciting to see, you know, the the students or former students of mine that I keep in touch with that are still going and making companies, but I've worked with thousands of people in our city, like just regular people, like everyday people like you and I that are starting businesses. So I think for me, like if I can see our small business community grow and become more diverse, and what I mean is more women entrepreneurs, like more people of color starting businesses, more people that look like our city, I think that would be really, really exciting. And that would be a legacy that I'd love to see. Um, Because I did so much work for the general public for students in low-income areas, like I, I feel really passionate about that. So I really hope that our small business community grows and, and entrepreneurship community grows in that sense. And that's a legacy I, I would like to leave in, in the people that I've touched. Um, and then also hopefully something that my my daughter will be proud of. Like she'll say, oh, cool. Like my mom did that. Or, you know, I, I didn't think about that until like I had a baby this past year, but um, I don't know, something that she'd be like, yeah, my mom did that. Like I would, I would love to see her, her do or say that. But yeah, so in San Antonio, I'm the first person officially like that's been hired like as the San Antonio director. So I I think that's really exciting to me. And so I'd love to just kind of get things operationally like together, like finish kind of getting that. Like this is what we do every year, right? Because we, although it is, it's very similar and cyclical, right? Like we have our selection period, we train, we recruit companies, like we do that every year. I'd, I'd like to set that up. I'd love to see our community just grow even bigger. So this past year, um, we had the most fellows placed in San Antonio ever. Um, we had 16 fellows um, that took opportunities with startups here in town. And most of them have relocated. Some of them are still on their way due to the, the pandemic slowing things down. But I would just love to see it grow to like 30 people. I don't know if that will be when I'm here, because it's, you know, it takes years to get us that big, but I would love to see just lots of fellows coming to San Antonio through the fellowship program and staying here and starting families just, just like I did here and starting their businesses here. So I would, I would love to see that legacy here in San Antonio personally, but overall, I mean, with the program nationally, I mean, we're, we're really trying to support young people, like I said before, and 
our entrepreneurship community. So I know um, these this past like 10 years, I'm really excited and I'll definitely share news with y'all as we do our anniversary celebration and, and things like that. But um, overall, we want to see more jobs. Um, we want to see more companies being started, more jobs in our local economies. So more jobs in San Antonio, more in Birmingham, more in New Orleans and all the other VFA cities. Um, and really to me, like just to drill down to it, like that's what we want. We want more people that are are safe in our um, entrepreneurship ec- economy. Excuse me. What advice would you give to a fellow who who just started at BFA? Now, what advice would you give them, whether they want to start their own company or work for a startup? What would you provide to them? Yeah, oh, that is a great question. Um, I guess it depends on their situation too, right? A lot of different advice could be given, but I would say um, give it a chance. I guess not for everyone, like it really depends on each fellow's like personal experience, but for a lot of fellows, um, sometimes this is like their first real, like 40 hours a week, like full-time role. And so I just say like, give it a chance. Like I, um, I don't know, I guess I, I wasn't a fellow. So it's kind of hard to say like, I was a fellow. I relate. Cause I, I don't, I wasn't there, but um, that's kind of my encouragement. Give it a chance, like give it some time to see how it works. And this is for most of them, it is a startup. Like this is actually how it is. Like it's not going to be organized where you have your syllabus, you know, at the beginning of every semester, like you might not know everything, but it's going to be fun and exciting. And you're going to learn things that you would have never experienced in another opportunity, another company or another city like San Antonio. So that's, that's my advice. I just say, give it a chance. (laughs) And now kind of segueing from that, give us, you know, we always at the end, we like to have our guests kind of put the information out there. Like, where can you find more information about VFA? You know, do y'all have a social media? Give us all of that information so that people can go give y'all a follow, get more involved, learn more information, all of that. Absolutely. Yes. Um, Yes. So we're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, um, not yet TikTok, but I heard maybe in the future we will, but um, Venture for America um, and four, like the number for America. <laughs> um, but yes, or you can also visit us at um, spelled out venture for America.org. That's our website. Um, you can find if you do slash San Antonio, you can look at our um, San Antonio page as well. Um, and then I mentioned my email as well, too. So please um, feel free to reach out to me to our website directly or any of our social accounts. If you want to check out a fellow story, they've been doing um, Instagram takeovers lately, which has been really cool to see like, what is it like in Baltimore as a fellow or what is it like in San Antonio or New Orleans? Like, um, I don't know, just really, really exciting. We're, we're trying to just share the word. Well, listeners, I, I definitely encourage you to, to go check out their website. Like Sarah mentioned, that's venture for America spelled out uh, .org. You can go check out it. I mean, it looks like shows you what it takes to be a fellow, how to apply life as a fellow, about them, their mission, their vision, their approach, the companies that work with them, and the companies that have started from Venture for America. So definitely, I encourage our listeners to go check that out. Sarah, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. It's always nice catching up with you, talking to you, interviewing you, and finding out more um, about what you're doing here in San Antonio. So it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much, Zach. And thank you so much, Amanda. Um, it was so awesome to, to be here. And I really appreciate what y'all are doing for, for our city. Like you're just trying to get us out there and tell people how amazing we are, which is, which is awesome. I, I, I love that. <laughs>
And we appreciate what you're doing for this community too. You know, you're making a real big impact here and it's just going to snowball and keep going. And we're excited to see where Venture for America leads, where your journey leads. And um, yeah, y'all just keep in touch with us. And we are so excited to, to have you on today. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, and I think Sarah, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be our funnel for uh, entrepreneurs coming on the podcast. So, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna have to be uh, connecting with some of those entrepreneurs that start from Venture for America. So, well, here in San Antonio at least. So that'll that'll be wonderful. But thanks again. We appreciate your time joining us, um, listeners. We're gonna take another quick break, and when we come back, Amanda and I will give our thoughts on today's guest. So stay tuned. From coast to coast. From the Great Lakes to the Gulf. At Spectrum Reach, we make local businesses big and big brands look local. With the best content, insights, products, and people. Be on every screen with that one idea you need to turn a consumer into your customer. We're the most trusted media partner in America. And we're also your neighbors. Welcome to Spectrum Reach. Let us show you around the neighborhood. Grow your business. Go to SpectrumReach.com to get started. Thank you for listening to this archived episode of the original Essay Talk podcast. I really hope you enjoyed the interview. If you enjoyed this episode and are looking for more content, you'll want to hit that subscribe or follow button, depending on which podcast platform you are using. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I do also ask that you please give us a rate and review. That really helps the podcast grow. Lastly, if you want to keep up with the podcast, check us out on social media at SAPod Network. Take care and viva San Antonio.